Hello and welcome back to Fifty Shades of Ray podcast. I say welcome back because we are kind of continuing things and this will not be new to some people. However, on Spotify there might be a lack of episodes and that's because I'm doing some reviewing, uh, just been thinking about the whole thing, I'd kind of lost my creative process and way with it all. I felt like some of the earlier episodes was like really good and as I lost track of what I wanted to talk about this and other they kind of dwindled off and went off on a kind of ranty tangent that wasn't really that interesting to many people so that's probably why I've not uploaded for a while uh, and I was kind of gonna let the whole thing die a death in an essence which is what I said I wasn't gonna do but you know you can't predict how you're gonna feel about things uh, through time um, be obviously sort of it, this always happens this time of year comes around and you start to feel less motivated in this and other because obviously the weather's shit there's no sunshine like the world slows down especially in England this time of year so that's kind of how it's been works slowing down steadying up that kind of stuff so my creative process has sort of dwindled I was just gonna let the podcast go because uh, me, me and the boys when they last come down we've recorded a podcast quite a good episode I thought was really excited to um, upload it and then the file corrupted so gone forever so I was a little bit disappointed about that uh, and that was the last time I recorded a podcast and that was quite a while ago now so it was going to die the podcast was dead however as everyone probably knows who uses Spotify we get a wonderful thing every year called Spotify Wrapped, which gives you an insight to what music you've been listening to through the course of the year. And with that, I, I want to touch on that actually, because it's a, it's, it's a fun little topic, so I'm going to uh, talk to you about my Spotify Wrapped, if I can find it again. But a lot of people were sending me screenshots of their Spotify Wrapped, and I say a lot of people, but it felt like a lot of people to me, so that's the main thing. But like a lot of my good friends and stuff uh, were sending me screenshots of their Spotify rap. And I was either their top podcast or like up there with some of their other ones. So I felt like proud to have been able to like give some people stuff to listen to um, and whatnot. So it kind of like reignited the, the fire uh, and the, the desire to carry on creating. Um, I have been a little bit off the pace recently anyway because I've, well, just a few different bits and bobs um, creatively. I sold my other camera, got my new camera, uh, and I have been like slowly getting out more and more with it. But like, as I've said, it's it's hard to find the motivation and the time this time of year when you look to go outside, especially for me, I don't really mind the elements. It's more so the fact of I have to drive half an hour or so to a location that's maybe going to do what I need it to do. And that's not really an excuse because I can literally do anything. I can walk outside my house and get creative with lights and like my like light photography and all that kind of thing. So it's not really an excuse. But you, you just not feel motivated. I'm just, I, I just don't feel that motivated. Uh, when I get home from work, it's dark out. I'm... I just get in and it's like rinse and repeat and it's like ugh so have kind of lost the fire however we will well we're just gonna it, I feel it's coming back I I feel inspired I've been inspired over the last week will I say people 
telling me about uh, my podcast, that kind of like saying how, um, well, like showing me that it was in their like in their top podcast and stuff. Some of these people don't get wrong, don't listen to podcasts all the time. Some people do, so it's nice to get the like the contrast of showing that it had its place in people's like daily lives. Um, so that that was nice. Um, and just in general, like as I've not been recording, I've had a lot of time at work uh, just to like think about things um, and just like evaluate myself and life. And am I happy with the direction it's going? Am I happy with what I'm doing? This and am I just being lazy and things like that? And I've come to the conclusion that kind of all those things need thinking about heavily going into this next year. Um, I was thinking about this. The last year I can remember for being like a stellar year, like a, a, a really, really good year, was 2019. And that doesn't feel that long ago, but that's that was quite a long time ago. That's two years ago. And it's like it's not like, oh, that was like a standout year. That was just like an everyday year for me, in my opinion, for me. And I've had two very under par years since. Uh, so I'm just like... I don't want the energy like I'm a positive kind of guy and all that so I don't want to be feeling like every year is just a subpar year kind of thing I want everyone every year to be like a 2019 year um the reason why that was a good year was obviously coming off the back of 2018 my that was a better year to be fair than I gave it credit for it was shit because I went for a really shit breakup and all that kind of stuff and it was hard, but it did shape me into who I am, or like started the the creative mold of who I am now. It started who I am, like making me go down that like avenue in life. So I am quite grateful for that learning curve. However, in terms of fundamentals, it was a pretty trash year. Did some good things, but yeah, like still a lot of like big milestones and things to take away that I I'm not I'm like mad keen on kind of thing. Uh, so for, like for perspective or context 2019 I started my new job where I am now so I've been there for two or three years now um, I think this is my third grass season already so time has absolutely flown um, I went skiing for the first time which was mint we, there were so many funny stories some some unfortunate ones uh, were like Greg doing his knee but like there were some class stories um, like Josh snapping his skis uh, and it just like it was nice that was really good to do that um and I went to Ibiza twice. Uh, I went. We went for a, a good, solid week with the boys, and then like I just, ha I had like a couple, of <laughs> had a couple of days where I wasn't very well. I got sunstroke and then got an ear infection, so like, I had a couple of days where I was a bit like not fully revved. So I had a long weekend back again in like as the season was coming to a close, um, and it's just nice to be able to just like yeah, fuck it, I want to go and go. And then, obviously, we dived into all the coronavirus thing. And, I mean, like, going forward, I do not want to talk about that bullshit anymore. I'm fucking over it. I was looking back on it, like, the first episode I ever did was talking about this, like, the coronavirus and the year. And, this, and it's just like, oh, that's not going to sell the podcast. Like, fuck that. you got to make it personal to you. Don't No one gives a fuck about that shit anymore. I'm sure everyone's in the same mindset now. It's like, we want to keep everyone safe, but fuck me, this is shit. So I'm trying to like be as positive within myself and spread share positivity for everyone else as well. So that's like kind of what I'm doing going forward. But yeah, we have had two years of <clears throat> not doing a great deal, which is such a shame. And that does have a knock on effect. I've sub 
like in fair fairness i have found some new hobbies and interests along the way since that so it is kind of a blessing in disguise in some ways and i'd like to take them forward into my like life going forward but like limitless i don't want to have it like oh, i can do that but i can't go abroad it's like, i'd like to go abroad to do like my paddle boarding or my kayaking like i love doing that like that it's such i i, I I'm amazed I didn't like start doing it sooner, but yeah, I'm very grateful I got into that and meeting the people I've met through that as well. And obviously the photography stuff, I'm going to touch on that uh, when we get into sort of like today's topic of such. Um, but yeah, so like I'm going forward off the back of two bad years because as we know, it's December now. This year is literally coming to a close. Everyone's just like, this is effectively you're one-one in a really tough game of football, and you kind of need the points. The team's absolutely hammered you all game, but somehow it's just not... It's not gone your way, but it's not gone completely against you, but you're just kind of seeing out the game. You've got the ball, you're passing it around the back, or like you're keeping it in the corner, you're running down the clock just to get this game done and dusted so you can regroup, get into the next game next week and take away the points kind of thing. That's how I see this year now. We're 20 days from Christmas Day, or less. We're 20-odd days from the new year, and like I say, everyone's in holiday mode, this, that, and the other, and it's kind of just like, I want to get out of the way, I want the new year to come, uh, so I could just like start putting plans into action, because it's hard to like do that now, because everything's slowing down, Christmas is in the way of this, that, and the other, and, like, the year's still not, like, the, the country's still still not, like, fully, like, fixed and stuff, so I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping it's a miracle as soon as we get to New Year, it's like, New Year, New Country kind of thing, like, shit just starts to sort itself out a bit more, but, yeah, I do plan on taking all my um, uh, positivity and creativeness across into the next year and, like, really, like, evaluating and assessing myself, um, and moving forward because time goes so quick time literally the last two years as shit as it's been have gone so fast which is quite daunting in a way because two years of your life you'll never get back and you've literally done nothing with well like not nothing but like that's two years i could have been do using in like for myself but i've been limited so like i don't want to make that excuse next year i want to be able to make the most of the time i'm given um as like life's too short to sit around so that's kind of the energy I want to take forward. I'm bringing the podcast back. Um, I don't really know how it's going to be. I'm not even going to try and pencil out a plan. It's just going to be as and when. Hopefully there'll be some kind of routine. Hopefully I'll get some people to come and speak with me. Uh, hopefully you will meet some more fucking people that I've met along my journey. Um, and not just the same kind of repeating people like the months or whatever. Hopefully I can get some of my photographers on, some of the paddlers, that kind of stuff. Um, so I just, I, I, yeah, I just want to get back into this rhythm of creating and like giving myself something to do, not getting home from work and like, sitting from the PlayStation or the TV. I want to like get back to like having stuff to edit all the time and get my creative flow back and have the motivation to go out and better myself and like do the things that I, that do make me happy and don't just sit and sort of like waste hours on Ultimate Team and all that kind of shit. Um, so that's kind of it. We are going to discuss Manchester because I have just got back from Manchester. Um, this is the first time I've ever been to Manchester. Um, I've not been to many places in England, to be honest. I probably have visited more, uh, like, 
other countries than I actually have like place in England. That, and that's not even a joke. Um, I've been to Nottingham, Manchester, London. Where else? That's. I don't think I don't think I've ever been in Sheffield. I don't think I've ever been in. I've never been to Liverpool. I've never been to like Cornwall or any of that place. I've never been. I've only like been to London for like festivals and shit. So I've never actually like, really delved into that and experienced that. So I've never been to like Newcastle, uh, anywhere like that, Scotland. Any like I I I'm so unaware of what this country has to offer me in some places like the big cities and like the stuff I can go and see. So that's one thing I want to do next year is uh, travel around some big cities, obviously photography and stuff, meet new people. Um, I just yeah, just experience the world that is literally beneath my feet. Um, rather than wandering, I'd like to go out and wander and find stuff. So that's kind of like that's the plan for next year. Um, but yeah, so went to Manchester. Uh, I went with Matty and his girlfriend Lucy, uh, and then Jack, uh, Adam, and his girlfriend joined us on the Saturday. Um, so we travel up there on the on the on the, on the Friday. So yeah, it's it's. I don't know where to start because to a lot of people it's just like you just gone to a city, but to me it was like because it's the first time I've ever been to that. It's I know what it's like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not naive. I'm not an idiot. I've been to London. It, I've seen like the big skyscrapers. I've seen like how a city works. It was just interesting to like be from here Lincolnshire where I'm just looking out my bedroom window and all I see is fields tracks and cows uh, and then I go to like a city and it is literally a million and one different cultures you go down one street it's got this you go down another street it's got that like the diversity like how severe it changes from like one district to another and things like that it's like it's <clears throat> it's it's amazing I love to see like how it all blends into one and works like like such a like a little network um and that's yeah we got down on the friday just had a chill chill uh in the was around piccadilly area so the central um so we had just chilled out went to roxy's ballroom like that's another thing like that's a mad place like if you ever want to take a girl on a date my advice would be find a roxy's ballroom because there's a good competition element to it. If anyone doesn't know what Roxy's Ballroom is, right, it's, uh, like, clues kind of in the name. It's not a dance floor. It's not, like, a old-school ballroom. It's a sphere room. It's, like, pool, table tennis, beer pong, um, and that kind of stuff. I don't know if, like, other Roxy's Ballrooms are different, but the ones when we were we was in had, like, had pool darts, uh, not darts, wish I had darts, um, pool, table tennis, beer pong. So, like, you could go there with like a girl and just like 1v1er and be like all right 1v1 me on beer pong or like pool and it's like the nice competition element a good icebreaker a very nice atmosphere cause it's obviously got all the lights and the music and obviously everyone in there is like joking having fun it's just a nice atmosphere so we was in there had a mean uh, we me tam and lucy had a game of table tennis um and tried a hooch in that uh so yeah it was nice um uh, this, <laughs> this probably sounds like such a boring story, but um, it does get better. Trust me, it definitely gets better. There's some, there's been some really, really good um, things happen this weekend. Um, but obviously, we'll we'll get through them. So, 
we've been we went to Roxy's, we're obviously going to check into hotels. The hotel like was nice. I thought it was reasonable money as well. Um it wasn't a bad walk. I had to walk through Gay Village um and Chinatown to get to mine. Uh, both both like cool little places. Chinatown especially, like I took some pictures when I was there. Um I met up with uh, two photographers as well, so I was um there obviously. They they toured me around the city, uh, showed me some bits and bobs. We we ended up there uh, and got some like mint little shots. But yeah, obviously, I'm sure people have heard about my um, what's the word? I like Asian women, so as you can imagine, Chinatown was a very very welcome sight for me. Um, just yeah, just really nice to see it. Just like a little tiny China inside Manchester. Like you literally go one street over, and it's back to like your bougie bars and like sports bars or like a weather spins this and over then like you go one street and it's like chinatown like the betfred literally had like china signs on it there was like the chinese arches uh pagodas that kind of stuff like little like chinese restaurants and stuff and like e like literally everyone down that street that probably like 90 percent were like chinese or whatever um so i thought that was really cool it's really like it was like a very like miniature china within manchester which i thought was really like neat and uh, really nice to see like that as a staple part of it kind of thing um and then yes yeah, also then gay village is just near that which my yeah i'd like to walk through that to get home um and there was a yeah the the takeaway um which i'll i'll tell you about in a bit that was there called Mc, mctuckies i think um yeah good take actually that, that's another thing i always find around here obviously i'm in the middle of nowhere it's um it's like a 15 20 minute drive if i want to go get a takeaway i can like, drive to horncastle which is 15 minutes drive to laugh which is 15 20 then obviously if i really want to go out i could go to like lincoln which is obviously like half an hour um, and Turkish Grill is like the Donny of takeaways around here, like untouchable. Their their chicken feast box is legitimate. Like, I will fight anyone hands on if they start talking shit about that box of chicken. But I will say the levels go up when you go to a city. You could go to probably the worst chicken shop, and it's probably like up there still they 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 have to compete prices wise and quality because there's just so many um so yeah this this chicken shop that i went to was was pretty decent uh, i didn't quite enjoy it uh as much as i should have done for obvious well not obvious reasons but you'll find them out as we go anyway i'm waffling let's get back to the story so we go to rocks ballroom we go back to a hotel get ourselves um ready obviously i like Chris in the hotel, have a lay in the bed, have a nice shower, um, just see what sites there is, blah, blah, blah. I go on Tinder, see who's in the area. Um, I'm not even joking, right? Out of curiosity, I was like, fuck it, I'm going to download Tinder, um, like when in Rome and all that. That's one thing now. Being around here is going to... I'm going to have to detox from the Manchester Tinder radius because... I literally put it one kilometer away from my hotel, and it was I I was out of swipes within five minutes. It was rockets all over. You would have thought it was North Korea with the amount of rockets going off on that on Tinder. Honestly, there was tens, nines, nine point fives. Like the 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 ratio, the the levels were high. You've got like these absolute like worldies and mad. Like literally one after the other, after the other, after the other, after the other. It's just 
constant fire nines plus um the levels are high the levels are high um as you can imagine it's always always there's that white girl instagram girls it's like absolute like yeah you're not just like skirting around the towns or like the streets and stuff i'm quite into my fashion so that always helps i love how like a certain girl can dress two ways and i can find a more attractive one which i'm sure probably works for everyone but they were just doing the right things they were wearing the right things these girls like just like in just casual like attire and then going out like gear and stuff just like oh my god like, i can't even and like obviously with me liking asians and stuff a lot of them were there as well uh so uh literally i was in heaven like genuine but yeah i, I like i've i've got no thumbprint left I've, I've i could literally rob a bank at this point i've got no fingerprints left from the amount of speed i went through tinder on um but yeah so anyway uh enough about that bullshit so we go out we just go out what did we even do oh that's another thing i don't know how i've remembered that now but it's kind of funny up until saturday night this is not even an exaggeration either there'll obviously been like little bits but up until saturday night this is from thursday like thursday morning up until saturday night i legit hadn't eaten anything other than a burger and that, that is not a joke so i traveled down to mansfield on the thursday after work to stay with matty in my on wednesday night i was packing my bag so i was packing that but then i forgot the most vital bag to pack and that was my lunch bag so the next day at work i literally had oranges and apples like anything i could find in my fridge or on my fridge so i had like two oranges and an apple and by that point as you can imagine you just kind of over it you kind of want some substance you want like some bread or something just to soak up the fruit juice you've been like snacking on so i was saying to tam all day that like, i am craving a spoons burger like big time big time uh so i went from obviously all the day early eating like an apple and an orange or whatever so very very minimal stuff quite healthy don't get me wrong but i was i was bursting for some food like big time needed some scram so got to Man mansfield literally dropped my shit inside matty's house um got in the car went straight to spoons uh and then i copped myself uh a beef burger and then added an extra chicken burger I, I just i decided to keep it light because we were going to six aside that night we'll say me and tam did turn up i bagged a hattie he got like seven assists like master class when it comes to football meaning dominate the pitch our team lost but we were sick as fuck as always but yeah so i thought i'd keep it light i had myself a nice like six six ounce beef pie with an extra chicken on top and then i had a brownie and ice cream just to finish myself off just get that extra energy ready for football so yeah we go home obviously after football um get ready for the day ahead our train gets cancelled so we're like oh okay well we might go to because our original plan was we was going to get the nine o'clock train or whatever half nine train from chesterfield to sheffield and then sheffield to manchester however that train got cancelled so we had to get the half 10 train so an hour later um which then was delayed but for some reason i don't know why we never got up early because we was going to go to spoons cop like get a breakfast but it was like no we won't bother so we instead just like chilled then went to a train station found out it was all delayed and stuff because the plan was <laughs> it wouldn't matter anyway because we would have got a burger but 
the plan was when we got to Sheffield Station was going to get a Burger King for breakfast. Um, I know, I know, it does not it does not sound healthy at this point, um, but yeah, the train got delayed. So anyway, as soon as we we legit got off the train with Sheffield, ran to the platform, yeeted the bags on, and we was off like we was gone. By this point, we I think we got there at dinner time. So we got a right starve on at this point. All of us got starve on. Tan's six foot nine. Six foot seven. He's he's a fucking big boy. If he stands up in the bath, he looks like an oil rig. Like he's massive. Um, so we get to Manchester. Did we put stuff in the hotel, or did we? Yes, we did. We went and dropped all the stuff in the hotel first. So that's an extra um, half an hour or so on top of the thing. So we, I think we got to spoons about half twelve, one o'clock, which is quite a long way to go. Uh, so I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, and, and so I went and got another burger. Obviously, uh, this time I went for the chicken and stuffing burger, but then I added a beef burger, another chicken burger. I think that might have been it. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I had that. So as you can imagine, that's quite a, a sizable portion, especially for me. I'm not exactly massive bloke. So yeah, that 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 sort me out. Uh, like at this point, I'm eating like a snake. I'm eating periodically, I'm eating big things that are just going to live in me for a while, and then when I kind of get an appetite, I'll have another go. I wasn't eating like, three meals a day, I was just eating one fucking big stack at a time. So anyway, off we go. Um, I'm going to kind of like, this is, I'm going to come back in the night, so the timeline now is completely off. I'm kind of like speaking on behalf of burgers, and then I'm going to come back. Uh, so... Obviously, Saturday, we just spent going around bars and stuff and this, that, and the other. Ended up in Walkabout, which is a class story. I will revert back to that in a minute. But I played golf as well. went to Treetop Golf. But I need to tell you about that as well. There's so much good stuff popping off. But, yeah. Obviously, after you've had a night out, I don't know what anyone else is go-to. But I'm very partial to a chicken burger. The bread soaks up the alcohol. The chicken's always good. Uh, and just chips are chips, aren't they? So, I went in there. I went to McTasty's, uh, McTucky's, whatever the fuck it was called, and I got myself a burger. One thing I will will say, this was going back to my, the thing, the kebab shop thing earlier. This, like, was funny. I, I thought this was class. I walked in and was like, obviously, I was a bit steamo at this point as well. So I'm walking, excuse me, do you do strip burger meals? Because there's, like, a running joke between a few of the boys and stuff. Uh, about strip burger meals. One because they fucking bang hard. Like strip burger meals go hard on a night out. If you're if you're if you're hungry, a strip burger meal will sort you the fuck out big time. Um, and all we obviously like reference the strip burger meal, two wings, chips, and a Rubicon for two pound fifty blood from uh, the chicken connoisseur. If you've not seen them on YouTube, probably go watch. But yeah, we always like joke about that. So a strip burger meal is my go-to on a night out. I'm not one for cheesy chips or all that fucking aid stuff. I just want chicken in a bun and some peace on the side. Probably chips. Manche- Mansfield, Chicken King, uh, they do wedges, but they're not actually wedges. They're actually roast potatoes. So they're literally like clutch. But yeah, back to Mc, uh, what's it called again? McTuckies. So I go in there, excuse me, do you have a strip burger meal? No, but we do do a chicken burger. And I was like, that will do me, mate. Not an issue. Do you take card? Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, that sounds good. Slap a card. It was five pounds, which is not bad. It's average average price, but I'm not going to complain. 
because this is the thing they'd got them like ready to go that that burger must be in high demand because bossman had like four boxes of it ready to go i ordered he literally one hand had the card machine the other hand reaching behind him he's like an octopus at this point hands going all over the shop pulling the box of what i've just ordered literally five seconds after the words have come out of my mouth the card transaction's not even gone through yet and boss man's put it on the counter for me insane scenes and it was like not fresh fresh but it was fresh it just like you just they were making them on tap they were ready to go they were ready to go but yeah so that was the third burger but thing is i was that drunk when i got back to the hotel i i was watching eight out of ten cats put it on my bed uh, and then fell asleep on it. Um, to then woke up in the middle of the night. Head was spinning. Went and like. Ch- um, chucked in the toilet. And then got back in bed. On my burger. Uh, but at some point I must have realised it was uncomfy. Because I woke up and moved it. And then in the morning. It was just there sat chilling on the side. Literally untouched. I must have had two chips. And then passed out. Um, so yeah. It was uh, untouched. Did go hard in the morning though, I must say, cold chicken burger in the morning, not, I wouldn't rave about it, and I'm not even sure if that's actually safe to do, just eating, scrambling on a cold chicken burger in the morning, but, yeah, I'd actually give it like a 7 out of 10, it actually was a good burger, even though it wasn't at the right temperature, the chips were shit, but chips always are shit when they're cold, and I even had a Pepsi to go with it, so sound, um, yeah, so that <laughs> that's kind of like where we were burgers. So at this point, I've had one on Thursday night. I've had nothing up until the Friday burger at Spoons. And then I've had nothing up until the McTuckies, which I never got round to eating. I obviously passed out. Why are the dogs barking? Um, passed out and then edit in the morning. And then I don't actually think, because obviously I was feeling a bit ropey, and obviously, I'd woke up and the first thing I'd eaten was a fucking burger. I At this point, I um, I was saying this to Johnny, I literally could have probably gone and worked in a Lego factory for the shit I was producing out of my like intestines. Like, I was laying bricks, mate. I could have built a house with the stuff I was producing. It, they were beyond solid. My, my feces was beyond solid at this point. It was dangerous. I, there must have been a point of like it could have very easily created a vacuum on its way out because it was so like it was just so tight that it could have like created a vacuum and like pulled all my guts out with it because it was just like just packed in. Um, but yeah, um, and then it wasn't until Saturday night I broke the mold. I was proper craving a pizza, so I went to Pizza Hut, uh, and I must say I'm not one for pizzas at all they're okay i I go from fits and starts wanting a pizza but they're not my go-to however i was mad craving a pizza and this pizza hut did not disappoint i know pizza hut's like it i always think it's a good benchmark anyway don't get me wrong but it did not disappoint like i had a meat feast with a cheese stuffed crust it went hard it was a very very good piece had some corn as well they were good and then I had a brownie and ice cream to finish off. Also very good. So, broke the mould nicely. Um, what else was there? Yeah, obviously obviously that was the Saturday night. Didn't eat till... Oh, we must have eaten. I'm trying to think. I'm not even sure we actually ate on the Sunday. Because when I woke up... 
Yeah, we did. We went to Spoons. Oh, yeah, I went to Spoons. I had some pancakes. And then I had Mackey's on the way home. Lincoln Mackey's absolutely flopped. Went in there. I was like, I'm going to cop five 99p cheeses because I'm continuing this brick building factory. Uh, they had nothing. They literally had like a quarter pound a meal, and that was it. No chicken, nuggets, no milkshakes, nothing. It was shambolic. So, not impressed, McDonald's, Lincoln. So it sends out. Anyway, enough about my burger ep- uh, epidemic. We are talking about the Friday night. Okay, so me, Tam, and Lucy, we go and play adventure golf, uh, treetop adventure golf. Uh, I do not need to explain to you what adventure golf is, or at least I hope I don't need to explain to you what that is. So we go and play that. Um, I think Tam won the first round. I don't know, Tam won both rounds. I came second the first time. Uh, and Lucy come second the second time. I was just being a fucking retard. Uh, second time around. If I wasn't getting holding ones, I was just chalking it off as if like I'd gone over my max amount of shots towards the end because I was a bit over it. However, I did I did win a free game of golf, which kind of is pointless because it sat in my wallet. The ticket coupon for it sat in my wallet. So unless I go to Manchester soon, I've got a redundant free game of golf. Uh, so yeah, if anyone's actually going to Manchester anytime soon and they want to go to Treetop Golf, I can sort you out with a free game of golf. But anyway... It's not really that exciting, um, but this is has was a prominent feature all the way through this weekend. Um, let me set the scene. I'm sure most people listening to this will know who Cristiano Ronaldo is, and if you don't know who Cristiano Ronaldo is, then I don't really know what to say to you. Ronaldo is a Portuguese footballer who has played for various teams around the world but is currently at Man United he was playing at Real Madrid at one point in his career where he was prolific and yeah has really set his name in stone in the world football him and Messi basically run who is the best conversation and they have done for years Ronaldo and Messi anyway when Messi not Messi when Ronaldo was at Real Madrid he created his own celebration because obviously as people score football goals uh they celebrate most of the time. It could be anything, a knee slide, arms in the air, a funny dance, this, any other. We've seen some racist ones in the past, some controversial ones, pull your t-shirt with a message on, get your dick out, all that kind of stuff. Um, Ronaldo went his own way and he created the thing which is now known as the the Sioux. I don't even know that's actually the name. I'll favorite it called right here, right now. But basically what he does, it does. I can't show you because I'm on a podcast, so close your eyes and imagine this. You run towards the corner flag or somewhere after you've scored, or just run in a general direction. It is normally the corner flag, and as he's running, he like, like, points down, and like keeps pointing down like rapidly, like over and over again, as if he's like you're mashing a, a button, pointing down, and then he'll run and he'll jump in the air and like cross his arms above his head, and spin. And as he lands, he like puts him down to his side like he's a superhero and goes, Sue! Like that. And then that has been going on for fucking years. Uh, but I do not know why. But out of nowhere, it has become... It is everywhere. Whether or not it's because he's now played for Manchester United again. And it's we just see it all the time. But there was kids literally suing all over the shop. I'm not even joking. They'd be like, you'd be walking down the street and there'd be some kid running from one side of like a path to the other and just jumping and suing and going back to a rinse and repeat rinse and repeat anyway we're in manchester 
suing was at large everyone was suing all over the shop not even joking this comes back to the point me and Matty obviously played golf uh, and Lucy um, I hit a hole in one and obviously because we've been doing it because we kept doing it at football and stuff as well on the Thursday we've been doing it for ages uh, but obviously we didn't realise how prominent it was in Manchester so I I jumped after after I hit, hit a hole in one. I ran and like jumped in this adventure golf, and I did the sue. And then like two or three holes over, there was two lads and this girl. They heard us, and then they started suing back. It was like animals in the wild. So I like ran, John went like sue, and then you heard the girl. She's like sue, and then all the mates were like sue. <laughs> the animals calling to each other. Um, yeah, and that, that obviously then, because it had happened, every time they hit, like, a good shot, they were suing, so we'd sue back. And then, yeah, so it got a bit out of hand. Um, uh, apparently, I didn't... I, I'm just quoting this. Apparently, Lucy said she was walking back to the hotel or something in the morning, or whenever. There was a time they was walking back from the hotel, and apparently there was a boy... There was a couple of, like, a group of friends that had got separated in Manchester, and they... they I don't think they knew where each other were. Instead of ringing each other or doing what we did, we downloaded the Life 360 app so we could track each other's phones, so we could see where we were, like real time. Instead of doing that, apparently Lisa said they were shouting Sue and waiting until they heard the other one shout back so they knew which direction they were heading in. So you could probably imagine like some kids that I'm lost, hang on a minute. Sue! And then wait a minute, and then all on here, like here, like a straight over, like. And then they'd obviously head there, and if it got further away, they obviously knew they were going the wrong way, and if it got closer, they'd like, Soo, Soo, Soo. They knew it was going like that, the wrong way, but obviously if it goes the other way, they're on the right track. But yeah, I thought that's mad. Like, I'm unsure if we're evolving or de-evolving at this point in time, where instead of using common sense, we'll just use memes to get by, um, which I'm about that, to be fair. I'm quite happy for the world to go that way. Uh, I do love meme culture. But anyway... So that was the adventure golf, um, and then we went on. It was kind of f- Friday night. We're obviously not driving, so it was like, right, let's get, let's have a few drinks. Let's see, see where we go, where to go. We wasn't sure, so we went to walk about because why, why not? Safe bet. Went to walk about. I think we got in there around eight o'clock, half eight, nine, something like that. Like steady amount of time. It was like, fuck it, we'll have a few drinks. So we started on the vodka Red Bulls, uh, and Powell, with her being a white girl, had sex on the beach. Um, so we sat down, just chilling. The football had been on, um, and then it goes off. And then the DJ starts playing some, like, questionable tunes at this point. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not really one for club music because it's always chart music bullshit. However... There's, I will tolerate if it, if I can dance to it. If it's not, if it's not Mr. Brightside or Kingsley or any of that wank shit, if it's got a good little dance beat or whatever, I'm I'm about it. I can I can deal with it for the sakes of the night. Anyhow, we sat down. What turned out to be the dance floor. We sat down on tables, and the DJ's pumping the volume, and he's playing some like he's playing some like end of the night tunes or like middle of the night tunes like the ones that are going to pump the tempo get people vibing on the dance floor he's playing them at like nine o'clock i'm like hang on a minute like this cunt's going for it like we couldn't understand it because there wasn't anywhere to dance but like i really want to dance and Matty was like grooving his seat there's a girl behind her at this point got up and she was just dancing around the gaff there's this other lad who had 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 
to a bit too much at this point. Um, made the cut, well, not a mistake, but I I kind of befriended him. He was he was wearing Dior Jordans. Uh, anyone in the shoe games, if will know, like the 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 low top ones, not the high tops, like just the the dunks or whatever they are, like just the low top Jordans, low cut Jordans. What the fuck they're called? I don't know the actual name. They are, I swear, at peak times, been worth thirteen grand. Um, what not? And then I'm sure I could be wrong. I'm not sure if the high tops were like twenty k at some point. I might got that wrongly around. They might have been less. However, they're a very prestigious shoe, and this kid is just bopping around, not. He's not in control of himself, and this is at nine o'clock. He's swaying around. At this point, he's gone over a few. His, his birds fell off her chair twice. At this point, like she's like dancing on a chair and just keeps fucking falling off it. Like they were, they were, yeah, not on it. So I just went up to him. I was like, "You're either dumb as fuck or brave." Uh, turns out they were fake. Um, but yeah, kind of befriended him. So like they were like chatting to us. He was obviously steaming, so he was just dancing about the gaff. Um, and we, I was a bit like, where's the dance floor? Like, how are we going to, like, th- this guy's popping off some big tunes. Uh, like, tunes that are good enough to be dancing to. So why are we not Boogie Wonderlanding? So, I went to the bar, and I was like, are we going to move the tables? Like, what's the what's the go with that? Do you, do you move the tables? And they were like, no. Nah. Oh, the manager might come in and move them at some point, but, yeah, I don't really know. Maybe. I was like, oh, okay. He said, it's like, see how they feel kind of thing. I was like, if you well looking at the, looking at the people around the dance floor, you probably ought to start moving some tables. But anyhow, um, so we went back to the thing. I was like, right, I'm not having this. Fuck this. They were getting, like one song after another, and it's like, right, I just want to boogie now. By this point, I'd had a few. I'm not gonna lie, I'd had a few. The vodka and the Red Bull was in me. I'd had a few sex on the beaches. I was popping off. The sugar was sugar got to me. I was going. Um, so we just moved our table, like just fucking literally just moved it yeeted it off the dance floor or what we consider the dance floor and started grooving in like a little circle people behind us saw this and was like right that's a very very good idea they also moved theirs so the dance floor had grown very quickly by this point so we're just like boogieing about and there's loads of people dancing but not near the dance floor so i was just like going around commandeering people like just going up to random people like oh you why dancing there? Dance floor's over here. And like just getting people to come and dance for us. Um I befriended some Irish lads in the toilets. Um we was discussing how good the level of women were in Manchester compared to where we all came from. Um so yeah, they all come for a little boogie wonderland with us. Um this that drunk lad who was wearing fake shoes came for a boogie. I I must have literally got some boys like laid good that night i'm not even joking there was some guys that were like out with their girls and the girls were like boogieing and like wanted to dance but weren't coming to the dance floor and i was literally just going up to them i was like oh you come and dance to literally it sounds a bit gay but like to the boys I was like oh you come and dance because you can literally see the girl wanting to dance and they're like and they just weren't having it just sat down with a drink and like, they were, the boys are like nah nah i don't dance mate i'm like what you fucking do now come on and like they're like they're laughing they'd get up and they'd come and dance so like I'm, them boys, they owe me. Uh, they must have got laid well that night. The amount of boys I literally got up and like got them dancing with the girls. Um, also, there's these group of. They were from London, but they were. I'm not sure what. I, I don't know what. They 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 were Eastern European or whatever, like Lithuanian around the area, like somewhere like that. 
Anyway, two of them were dancing, but one of them wasn't. She just sat down watching her mates dance. So I just went and sat with her and I was like, what's the go? Like, why are you not getting up? Um, and she's like, I don't, I don't like doing it. I, like, I'm too anxious and like, my anxiety kicks in. And I do not know what I said to her. I cannot even remember at this point. I'd love to have known what I said. Um, some, some, I must have said the fucking right thing. But it was something, it must be something nice and motivational because she just like looked at me and was like, take me in the toilet and fuck me. No, she didn't say that. Um, she was like, she just looked at me and was like, you're, she, I can't remember what the fuck she said, but she was singing my praises. She saw a drink offer and like she got up and like went and like was dancing with a friend. Uh, so I just like left her like boogie on the friend's hand, like kept checking on her as the night was going, uh, like asking how she was feeling, this and other. She was enjoying herself, and she did. She said like she was enjoying it. Still a little bit like, apprehensive, but she was enjoying it. And then at the end of the night, she was like, oh, "Thank you for that." Blah blah blah. Um, Sucked me off and all that. No, <laughs> shouldn't do that. Um, it was cute though. But yeah, felt proud of myself for going. And that's what I mean. I'm like, I'm a very weird drunk. Um, no ambition to fight people, although I overwhelming confidence i probably would try and f- like I, someone some cunt could probably be in my face reckon he's gonna like do me and i'd be like nah mate nah like overwhelming amount of confidence but i suppose that's you've got to be sometimes um but it's just like getting everyone popping so yeah by this point like me and matty had literally like we'd commandeered the dance floor there was like tables just rammed in random places like the staff were like coming around and like just moving them like they did not look impressed but we by this point they, they couldn't tell us to like get off the dance floor or whatever we had fully taken over um so yeah we we <laughs> managed to take over the space dance floor um and yeah very very good night actually i will say manchester does seem better on a friday though however than a saturday we went out a similar time on the saturday there was a lot more mess a lot more there was like blood and stuff all like all over the sink and stuff in the toilets whether someone had gone too hard on the john or they'd been smacked or whatever there was a lot more bouncers seemed busy like kicking people out and like they'd seemed a lot more active whereas they were just kind of like bystanders on friday so maybe friday if you are going and you don't fancy going to a shit all night out which because we we all went home at like 10 obviously we're getting the train on the Sunday anyway so we didn't really want to be drinking um but yeah maybe like my Manchester people will probably tell me different but yeah Saturday did not seem like the one for Friday was a good night Saturday was a bit like mm, I probably wouldn't want to be out drinking tonight kind of thing but yeah so that's kind of the walkabout thing um I'm really running out of time I might have to sort of uh with 46 minutes then um so uh, we've got 50 minutes to be fair so yeah saturday night was good friday night was good saturday night we just chilled saturday night saturday day whilst we went um we just went went to uh, walk about in the morning and had some food um uh, i didn't but the, everyone else did um watched some football and then i met up with chris and steve i think steve 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 someone like that steve freeman i think um both good lads. Uh, yeah, they gave me the tour of Manchester. Like, took me around, uh, and we all shot some photography. Um, so yeah, uh, obviously Chris is from there, and I'm, I guess Steve's from there as well. Um, and just yeah, we just met up, which is really nice. Put a name to a face. I've been speaking to Chris for quite a while now uh, about photography and stuff like back and forth, and I've been talking about going to Manchester to shoot with him for ages. So it's nice to go and do that. 
um awesome lad like good crack as well um just like laughing and like it wouldn't it wasn't awkward it's just nice to like hang out and just like have a good back and forth and yeah it was very very good fun like great lad both of them were good cracking lads um it was good fun so i'm looking forward to like going back and i might dedicate uh, a trip to sort of more photography go and see things that are out of like central manchester and that and like, but yeah fantastic uh group of boys uh, to go and shoot with good fun and that so yeah i really appreciate them like touring me around showing me some like shots or just like it's good to sort of see how people's processes are um chris well chris and sue don't mess around they were just chris especially was just like there and he was there just work mode copping shots copping shots knows what knows what kind of shot he wanted to get and he's waiting for like there's like a puddle down the road cause it was really rainy so I'm hoping my pictures turn out really good because the aesthetic, like all the lights reflecting off the rain and all that kind of stuff, because it was dark. Um, it was like a, there was like a puddle, and obviously people were stepping over it because it was a, uh, a crossing, and he was just waiting for that shot, and he was waiting, he was patient, and it, I, I'm really nice to actually see. Um, cause I've I've been following him for a while, so I've, I like I really like his pictures, but it's really good to see his workflow in person to get like a perspective to show how patient someone is and just like how they go about getting their work um, and that so yeah really really good to go and see those guys like, I'm really glad I got to meet up with them uh, put some names to faces and all that uh, I think I was out for an hour or two with them and I think I got 300 odd photos and I'm not sure how many they got but that's quite a lot normally when I do my memory card I've got uh, don't know, it depends what I'm kind of shooting for but like yeah I literally just walking around and just like picture after picture after picture after picture like constantly like oh it's so good like that's another thing i th i think i need to kind of evaluate <laughs> um as life goes forward i feel i love where i am don't get me wrong i love where i love the countryside this and when i was younger i always used to like admire it like, oh, i really want a country girlfriend well this was like when i was a little younger more as young farmers and that kind of shit I really want country girlfriend, love the countryside, this and other, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't want the city life, blah. And then, like, as I've got older and, like, I, I'm i a fiend for fast pace. Like, I like upbeat and busy and I like that. Like, like I love things like Ibiza where it's just constantly living. Like, the thought of, like, New York City and things like, like get my dick hard. I want to go to Asia and see the culture there, like, in, like, Tokyo and things like that because it just looks like just a massive ecosystem that I want to go and witness and like Manchester's kind of the same we got home like the hotel was popping uh that music was just on I'm not sure when it went off it it stayed on till um we went to bed like when I went to sleep but yeah it's just like the the sheer split in like perspective or I don't know how what how the quite way quite the right terminology for it but they're just the how different it is from being here like i say sat looking at my window and i just see cows muddy tracks tractors but there it's like you sky skyscrapers like it's just like it, it's just the pace of it and stuff's like mad um so uh yeah that's all i think like whether or not i want to live in a city i don't know but whether or not i do want to live somewhere a bit more upbeat that fills me more than sort of just being out in the middle of nowhere i like where i am but then like for terms of creation and like what i want to do going forward it is a little bit harder to do that 
just so freely where I am, I have to sort of put more plans into place and like travel and this and other ways. Like if I was in a busier place, I could just step out and get straight to it. And like more so the networking element, I do not doubt there is photographers in Lincoln. I'm fairly certain I do follow a few. However, I don't really converse with them that much. Um, and I probably need to put some feelers out and actually find people. But like where I am, like there's not that there's not a lot of that going on. Whereas Manchester. I met Chris, and now I met this other guy, because he was with Chris, and I was supposedly going to be another couple of lads coming out to join us, it's like, there's just so many people, in big cities, there's a lot of people, I know uh, a lad called Cam Visuals, he's in Birmingham, and I'm, he's all the time out with people, like, the ability to network and find people who are interested in your, like, niche or hobby and stuff is, is like, so good there, uh, it's just a bit more limited here, so it's just things like that, like, I'm thinking about going forward, um, in terms of if I do want to, if I like how I address that and how I go about that moving forward, um, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I I've had a fantastic weekend away. I really do like Manchester. It's a very very nice place. Um, and I do want to go and see some other places now, like other cities. Um, it does. It's like it's got me in the mood to travel around and see some stuff. So, um, yeah. I'm sat at my desk. I'm looking at. I'm looking at my bear, which I I don't know why because I've been looking at it the whole time. I've not told you a story about my bear. Ha, uh, so this kind of like caps off the weekend, um, and it's like a sentiment. I I love teddies. Like when I get my own house, I don't really want pictures on the wall or any of like mundane ornaments. I will have little like teddies popped around as my like house filler kind of thing and they all like, have a bit of sentiment to me so like i've got my on my desk now like left to right or wherever i've got big grogu which is uh what i got if you don't know who grogu is his baby yoda um but i've got him uh he's just there to chill on my desk he's i bought him when we me matty green and mike was went to cleethorpe and was all paddling in the sea so like that's got sentiment to me that reminds me of that memory uh, excuse me that reminds me of that memory so like, I've got a lot of sentiment to that and then I've got my Umbrian teddy which is just I like Umbrian it's shiny Umbrian as well to be fair and I've got Gengar and I've got Lapras and Pikachu so I love my Pokemon but anyway I've got this new new uh, teddy which I've shown some people uh, i got some great looks for it as well it is from Build-A-Bear now this is my first ever experience with Build-A-Bear, they are quite pricey in my opinion, but it's one of those, if you're going for it, I think you go all out and you can justify it if you're buying something that's going to be sentimental and like personal to you, like I don't see the point in going and just buying a shit generic brown bear, that's not, like, why the fuck could I care about that, why is that going to be any different to any other brown bear kind of thing, so I have gone, and because I like Star Wars so much, I was contemplating getting a another Grogu, but I was a bit like, oh, well, I've already got Grogu, so I don't really want, don't, don't, I don't know if I want that. Should I get a Pokemon one? Because there was an Eevee, but I didn't really fancy that because I didn't really quite like how it looked. Um, it was a Pikachu, didn't really fancy that. Pikachu was just a bit too generic, and I didn't really want to spend that kind of money on a Pikachu. Um, uh, there was a Boba Fett bear, keep continuing the Star Wars theme, so I was like, mm kind of but I don't think the bear looks good in the outfit and there was a Jawa and if you 
know what Star Wars is, you'll know what a Jar is. It was the little tiny like people, little, little they had a big, massive like bus thing that went through the sand, and they're like they're little tiny like like little black creatures with yellow eyes, and they have like uh, red robes on, and they're like steel shit. Um, they go around, they're like little gypsies, and they. Um, like gypsies of Star Wars, they go around and like if you like park your spaceship up, they'll come and just take bits off it and then just like travel on, um, and whatnot. So yeah, I got a Jawa bear. Um, so it's basically a Jawa, but it's got like a little ear sticking out. It's cool. I am very very happy with um, happy with it. So I'm gonna bring him to the mic now, so you can all have a listen. But I got Jawa, and obviously they try and sell you everything in there, they're like, oh, would you like to buy a a, a, a a house for your bear, that'll be fucking 350k, oh, what about some home insurance, oh, do you want to buy a private jet, like, they try and sell you everything in Build-A-Bear, so I just like, no, 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 however, they did offer me a little voice box for my Jawa, that six in one noises from Star Wars, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for that, I'm about that life, so... I'll give you a tour of the the sounds. Hopefully, these come through okay. So this is this is Jawa's noises. As you can probably hear, if you've watched Star Wars before, these are all noises they make. So you, you'll probably recognise some of these. But anyway, so that was the option, and I obviously got that. So I was like, oh, there we are. I've got my Jawa bear. I'm happy. Um, and I like that. And then the lady, and she was pretty cute, to be fair. She stuffed my bear, so that's like extra sentiment. She was like, got a cute little, like, goth kind of girl. Quite small, black hair. Cute, I like eyeliner on. Um, yeah, she gave my bear a good scene, too. Um, so she was like, would you like that? I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, okay. And I said, oh, can you record your own voice? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Hang on a minute, we're onto something here. So we bought that. I also got that. So my bear effectively has um, the Jawa noises, and it has a very, very unique uh, noise as well. If you press its other paw. So me and Matty got this voice recording thing and went to the back of the shop as advised because that's where it's most quiet. So you didn't get any noise pollution from other shoppers. So we go to the back of the store to record our record our voice note for my bear. Uh, I'm hoping people follow where this story might be ending up. But if not, I'm hoping you'll enjoy the surprise. So Jar was about to step up to the mic now. Uh, and I'm going to play you our voice note that we recorded for it. So this is to commemorate the Manchester trip and the memes and all the good times um, so yeah I hope you enjoy this is Jawa's personal voice note <laughs> so yeah we're in the back of the Bilderberg shop there's kids like buying this buying that and then there's me and him shouting Sue in the back of the shop uh, the staff I think they enjoyed it to be fair um, but yeah so it, my bear is officially called I'm just putting it back. Called it Jawasu. Um, yeah, I'm very, very happy with him. Money well spent, sort of. I'm not going to tell you how much it cost, but yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't change it for the world. So yeah, that caps off my Manchester trip. I had such a good time. Love getting away with Matty and all that. It's always good fun. Um, 
a little bit ashamed to be back because it is just fucking rain. It's miserable. I got home literally last night and just got into bed. Um, I think I like picked up a drink off my side and had a swig while I was in bed. And now I've got like a little bit of like a cold. So I must have like left some germs in there from last week when I wasn't very well. So I'm a bit like fuck's sake. So I'm going to go out tonight, uh, go out after this. Uh, go shopping, get myself ready for the week ahead, grab some medicine and stuff, and get back in shape, get underway, uh, and yeah, so, um, that's it, basically, for this week's podcast, um, like I say, we are literally an hour in now, so I'll make this round up brief, thank you for everyone who's been listening to this, I'm probably going to plug it a bit a lot harder, um, I'm going to start saying generic shit, like, if you have had anything uh that you can take away from my podcast and you think it's valuable to someone else by all means please share or recommend me like some of my growth and some of my listeners have come from that in the past so would really appreciate that going forward as the topics will be get get more broad as the year goes on there's a lot of things i've thought about in the last couple of weeks uh that i would like to touch on and stuff coming into the year so i don't want it to be droll and stuff but i think there's there's gonna be times where there's gonna be topics worth talking about but i want it to be like this so it's gonna kind of be like maybe i don't know this isn't the this isn't the skeleton of it but it's kind of like if i've had a week away or if i've, I've done some adventuring i'm gonna talk about that or if there's someone that wants to come on and talk about a topic we'll do that or if there's a topic i feel that I think is relevant and like worth talking about. I'm gonna do that. So I'm gonna kind of keep it an open book, uh, and so like it's got a little bit of everything for everyone. Um, it's worked for me in the past, so I don't see why it shouldn't work for me again in the future. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited moving forward, channeling my pro- creative process again. Um, and I feel like I'm doing a YouTube outro. I'm like swinging my hands around under the mic. I feel like I need to be like like and subscribe and all that kind of jazz. Um, feeling very full of myself uh, and into it at the minute so that's really good energy to be channeling and i'm really happy with that uh so yeah moving on you might not see many episodes on spotify one when you go to this um i'm not sure how i'll number them from now i might not number them i might just randomly put like episode 10 episode 20 episode. i say this i will figure that shit out that does not matter to you as long as i keep putting them there for you to listen and you know they're there then we will go from there. There's obviously not going to be any questions because I've not, I wasn't expecting to do this. I only really got the hump to do it the last couple of days. So no questions. Um, but I might try and jazz that up in the future. Uh, so maybe a serious question, a funny question. Uh, would you rather something like that? I don't really know. But we'll figure it out. Uh, moving on. Um, it's been good. I've been happy to come back. I feel good. Uh, I feel great. I'm feeling myself. Uh, and yeah, it's good to be talking shit into the microphone again. And I don't know when I'll see you. I might, I might drop in just for the Christmas. Wish you all the good and all that, and see how we go. But I might not. This might continue in the new year. So just take away my stories and my time today. Uh, cherish it, appreciate it, smile from it, enjoy the stories, fantasize about adventuring with me because you know I'd be a great partner to, to uh, go away with. And I will, of course, speak to you in the next one.